Welcome to We Took the Liberty, a podcast where we discuss our mediocre lives, ruminate on the weird and funny parts of our day-to-day, and explore some of our favorite places and activities in Lexington, Kentucky. I'm Logan Trent, and with me now and forevermore, Ben Anderson. Ben, how's your day been? You know, it's been a day full of excitement, uh, a day full of sitting, uh, and a day full of being in a kitchen. Okay, I love that. Well, to kind of riff off of the kitchen theme, we talked for almost 20 minutes last week about tacos. (laughs) And so I thought it was appropriate that we maybe just round that off with another quick, like another tight 20. Just real quick, yeah. On on, uh, tacos or taco adjacent material. Absolutely. Uh, One of which, one of the things that came out of Taco Week last week that I know nothing about but I'm very interested in exploring at some point, is uh, the Hacienda, the Mexican place here in uh, Lexington, and they mm-hmm. have a location out in Nicholasville at Brandon Crossing. Um, apparently, and I don't know which location has this, or maybe this dude like travels between it, but apparently there is a magician on site at Hacienda. Ooh, that <laughs> is... Tantalizing. And I am very interested to know what exactly is happening at this Hacienda Magician. Is and it a sleight of hand? Is he, does he like, you wanted, you, <laughs> they, he stages himself as a waiter and he brings out and you're like, oh, I didn't want tacos. I wanted a chimichanga. <laughs> and he's like, and now your tacos are a chimichanga. <laughs> you're like, oh. Or if he does, or if he does that, I remember a joke from uh, the now, uh, rest in peace, uh, amazing Jonathan, hmm. uh, that, I'm uh, not familiar, <laughs> but may rest he was a comedian, peace. comedian, magician. Okay. And he would do this joke where he would do the classic, like, is this your card joke? But he would hold it up and he'd be like, and I've magically turned your card into, and then he would like, just say whatever card it was that he like picked up. Hilarious joke. So, I don't know if this dude's also a comedian with it, but it would be fun if you just got the wrong order and he was like, I changed it on the way here. I'm a magician. (laughs) Or maybe he... Yeah, maybe you ask for a napkin and he hands you one, and then you just start. It's an endless rope of napkins that just like come out of his sleeve, and then in the end is like a thong, and yeah. you're like, oh, oh no, <laughs> like lands like, oh. lands in the middle of your case. And he does kind of like oh. a aren't I a stinker, and then he just like oh. leaves. And so <laughs> does a little like hand over the mouth. <laughs> Oops, where did that come from? And then he scoops it up real quick and takes one of your chips. I imagine it has to be up close magic, and I, I assume it's related to the restaurant. But that if it's not, that's better. But what could be even better is if they give him a stage to then perform <laughs> many different things. He's like and trying to get volunteers and people exactly. Like, just I'm trying to eat but, here, yeah. man. Just <laughs> and they're like around. He's like, remember, it's a two drink minimum, and you know, and it's just like it's like okay, easy, easy. Hey, easy. this guy over here hasn't been getting. It. He's ten. <laughs> yeah, right. That's my son. He's ten. He's not allowed to drink on Wednesdays. <laughs> Leave him alone. Yeah, I yeah, I don't know what's going on there, but I we need to explore and we need to ask. Like, do you have a magician here? And if so, he, he needs he she needs he, to visit yeah, he, our table she, yeah, wh- as soon as possible. Yeah, maybe they're like a maybe. <laughs> 
you think maybe they're an unconventional maybe it's a female magician who has like a sexy male assistant <laughs> oh yes that's good <laughs> kind of doing like a almost like a telenovela kind of thing that yeah, they, yeah. yeah that it's like it's like a pool boy that comes in and, <laughs> and it's just like, it's like wait, he's just he's sweeping with like a garage broom it doesn't make any sense and he's just got like a big pile of dirt that he's pushing around the floor and she's like, like i'll take definitely not that volunteer <laughs> <laughs> kind of gives like an oh no look Maybe it's even like a whole act. Maybe there is sort of a telling of, and they tell a story through their magic tricks. Oh, so it's a it's dinner theater, which is yeah. also wonderful. Yeah. So at first you're like, okay, yeah, they're sawing them in half. Great, you know, I've seen this, and then like on rushes, you know, the sexy pool boy assistant's yeah. fiance who yeah. throws herself over the sauna hop. And you realize the person being sawed in half has been having an affair. And the person sawing in half is actually the husband to the or the husband or wife to the pool boy, and then yeah, it's and, just... and halfway through the night, the magician actually reveals that she is an old man. Yeah, and then the magician reveals that they can actually do magic and like cast a spell and turns the pool boy into a frog. And you're like, wait a minute, is this real or is, is this the, part of the? Act? Are you like a magician or are you a sorcerer <laughs> yeah. or are you a sorceress? Because we've got some confusion on all levels yeah, here. Yeah, we have a lot of questions about this performance yeah. that and we I haven't did. seen yet. I need another round of margaritas. <laughs> and that's how they get you to that two-drink minimum. And, and at the end, you've got to figure out who killed who. It's also a murder mystery. It's everything. It's everything all at once. So, real quick antidote. Um... So one day, this was years ago, my family and I were dining out on a delicious Blooming Onion at Mm. Outback Steakhouse. The waiter came up to close out our check and said, hey, real quick, before I let you go, do you mind if I do a couple jokes for you that I am preparing in my stand-up routine? Oh, man. And in my head, my immediate reaction was, no, thank you. No, please. (laughs) Like, do not hold me hostage here, please. (laughs) Um, but just being Southern polite, we were like, yeah, like, go of ahead, like, do yeah. your thing. That's just human though. I mean, it, even in the North, we'd be, we'd be it, like, yeah, 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 okay. yeah, okay, yeah, sure. Like, you're just out here trying to make it. Go for it. And he told the jokes. I don't remember them. I don't remember them being particularly funny, but he was going for it. So kudos to him. But also that it was specific. It wasn't for like the people in our general area. It was for our table. So then all eyes are on him <laughs> and us and you to to then offer up the <laughs> the, the laughter the, the that laughter he so or desperately the needs. <laughs> oh man! And so it's just like because like at the end of that situation, you always know the person is going to be like, "So what'd you think?" Yeah, and yeah. and so it's just like, okay, here we go. But yeah. Well, I thought the punchline could have been. Uh, <laughs> funnier um, <laughs> yeah. like it could have been something else uh <laughs> that uh something something that uh was funny could have been maybe better yeah just yeah next time just make it funny <laughs> the, the jokes should end yeah. with us laughing yeah is also we didn't get enough of that brown bread speaking of uh things that make you laugh mm-hmm. we i went curling i went okay. curling and this is something that i suddenly 
feel like needs to be part of my life every day. And for those of you who are not familiar with curling, it is the sport that is an Olympic sport now and has been for some time. Quite some time. In which a, a team slides a 44-pound stone okay. across the ice okay. and attempts to place it in what is called the house, okay. which is, looks like a giant target. Gotcha. And uh, the, this game is life-changing. I enjoyed it so much. couple real quick observations. So, one... It looks like shuffleboard on ice. Am I on the right track? I yes. Okay. Except you don't use mixed with like bocce ball. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So except you don't use the sticks for pushing the okay. stone. You use the stick for sweeping the ice in front of the you stone. You use just brute strength and stupidity for pushing the stone. It demands <laughs> a finesse. A finesse. I love it. Yes. That I cannot overemphasize. Because yeah. if you just blast those stones down there, <laughs> they are going to go rollicking out yeah. into the atmosphere. And by the way, you also need to be very careful not to get in the way of a rolling stone. Yeah. that That's... Yeah. Mama always told me that. Yeah. Um, th- <laughs> Uh, you saying blast those stones. That makes me think there's always that one friend when you go bowling with people that gets a really light bowling ball and oh. then just throws the bowling ball down there. They just like yeah. shot put it down yeah. the lane. And it's yeah. like, oh my gosh, here we go. It's like, we're not even drinking. <laughs> we're I'm so sorry. We're just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's that friend in high school that you you know has like undiagnosed aggression issues because they get the six pound ball for children yes and they throw it down so hard that it like skips in and out of the gutters back and forth across the lane yeah 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 they barehand it and just like it's like we got kicked out of a bowling alley a bowling bowling alley (laughs) come on There, there are grown adults who have had too much to drink here and you got kicked out because you're 15 and you don't know how to behave. What I think is also interesting about curling is talking about how it's an Olympic sport. Yeah. Is everyone, we know this just in general because I also do this. Like everyone during the Olympics becomes a quote, I'm making air quotes, expert on all of the sports. Yeah. Like these sports that you never pay any attention to. Maybe you perform them at some point as a child, like track or swimming or something like that. But even people that didn't, you become an expert of this sport. Yeah. And it's just so good that to know that like people that have never ever played curling, I'll talk to them and they're like, Oh, I can't wait to watch the curling. And I was like, when else do you watch this? And it's like, well, only during the Olympics. Yeah. And I can tell you when somebody is not performing at their peak performance. <laughs> uh, the mind bending thing to me about curling is that you, it, I mean, it's, it's physical, but it's also strategic. Okay. So right. there is there's something to it. It's like the ultimate yard game. Yes. Right? Because it's not just like, oh yeah, if you can throw it through the hole every time, you're going to win. Right. You know, which is what most Which is what most yard games are. are. <laughs> yeah, right. It's it's accuracy, but it's also competition against another team, yes. but it's also competition against yourself mm-hmm. because if you don't have your skills honed 
Not all, but then it's a team sport because right. the thing that I never realized is how much the sweeping actually does. Okay. And I don't understand why. Yeah. Because physics don't make sense. Yeah. And someone pointed out to me that the direction that you spin the stone okay. is the direction that it actually like moves on the ice. Oh, okay. But with anything else that you slide across a smooth surface and spin, okay. it will be pushed the opposite direction of the direction that you spin it. Okay. So it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, <laughs> like, so magic seems to be the theme of today's episode because <laughs> that sounds like magic to me, to be it, able absolutely. to do something like that. Yeah. <laughs> and so the way I understand it, I could be completely wrong about this, but the the brooms are there to slow it down. The brooms are there to speed it up. Oh, okay. So All when right. you sweep ahead of it, you make the stone go faster. Gotcha. And you, it does not curl as much when you sweep in front of it. So sweep equals the, less curl, And you more just gave speed. us the titular line. Yeah, so yeah. Perfect. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and, and if you spin it too fast, it doesn't curl. Okay. If you spin it nice and slow, right. it will curl nicely. Okay. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. I'm, so, I'm sure that's got some sort of like centrifugal force element to it. Sure, and yeah. That, I, that prevents it, it is from like literally magic. Yeah. So I, I guess that does make more sense. Like when it is slowing down and you see them like furiously down there, like they're trying to get gum off the ice. Oh, yeah. And they're just like going as hard as they can. Like, okay, that, 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 that makes more sense. Okay, so one thing I also want to pitch to you okay. to make curling even more dangerous in a certain way which is always more exciting is what if we make the course what, what if, if we, we make, make it a course <laughs> what if we make the course the lane whatever it is longer mm -hmm. the stone heavier mm -hmm. we then juice all the competitors i'm i'm loving this <laughs> and <clears throat> there's an element where so in in indoor soccer there's a three line rule to where you, if you're behind the third line and you play the ball in the air past the third line on the other end of the field. Whoa. This is mind-bending. I know. You get, then it, it's a free kick to the other team. So what I'm thinking is there should be a line at some point that you have to actually throw the stone oh, past. Okay. And then it slides and then you start like Okay, so I'm brushing. imagining a strong man version of curling. Uh, yes. Where you have like a six hundred pound stone. Uh-huh. You have yes. two big burly nordic men i love going <laughs> from 44 pounds to 600 pounds we're in this we're in we're in it yes. nothing they do makes sense in strongman <laughs> right. competitions they're, they're like we've specially constructed this barn we've placed ten thousand pounds on each side yeah. and this man must bend it in half <laughs> upside down hanging from his ankles and, and you're like he's gonna do it i, I know he's gonna do it <laughs> And sure enough, he's just like, Psh. yeah. You know what? Get rid of the stone. Just turn it like make it a refrigerator. They have to throw <laughs> a refrigerator throw down there, and then you still have to brush it. Like because it's going to speed it up. There's going to be all sorts of problems. They're going to they'll, they'll like find this refrigerator was the door was carbon fiber, and it slid much differently than any other fridge. We need a good old Kohler with the textured front. Yep, the nice white fridge That's right. from yep. the '90s. Oh, that's that's good. Yeah, so let's take curling up a notch, mm -hmm. and let's add these elements. Just 
beefcakes out there. Oh, we need some beefcakes on that ice. <laughs> Just chucking those stones down there. Do you know why the stone is 44 pounds? That's a very idea. specific So, weight. I do know that the... The, the sport of curling originated mm-hmm. in Scotland. Okay. So it, it's not going to make any sense. I don't know how much a stone weighs. It's not 44 pounds. Well, yeah, but I wonder if it's like... It's like 14. Okay. It's not even so a derivative even, of yeah. 14. I was going to say, yeah, you can't even... Yeah. There's um, no translation. Okay. I had the same thought immediately. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay, so that... Yeah. And then my friend was like, nope, it's not even close. Yeah, and then in Victorian England, Scotland, they were just like, oh, yes, of course, it's it's two stone. And it, everyone knows that. And <laughs> yeah. so... It's like, no, this one is a curling stone. Because yeah. also, like... The second soccer reference in this bit is that the, the dimensions of the field work that exact way. It's like, well, this is the size of it, and of course, like, why would you question that? And it's like, oh, oh, okay, like, <laughs> there may be ways that we can make this better. And it's like, how dare you? <laughs> My theory is that it it's possibly you know it was possibly developed because they also call the target a house. So it could be that like there were just some pranksters out there on the ice, and they knew that somebody was ice fishing. Yeah, and so they were just throwing stones into like old man McGonagall's house, trying to irritate him. <laughs> but you had to be like real, real perfect. They're trying to actually get the stone to like settle right in his ice fishing hole and clog it, so that he had to go, you know, grab his auger and drill another one. Man. Uh, old man McGonagall is a good like trivia team name right there (laughs) (laughs) or a band name (laughs) all right Ben so you're familiar with uh the kids shows that are out there oh yeah I am familiar with the kids shows we have not entered that realm just yet Mm-hmm. Um, because our daughter can only see eight to twelve inches in front of her face at the moment, and then mm-hmm. after that, it's all blurry. So, yep. um, but <laughs> there's a very popular show that has and been popular for something. To clarify, yes, yes, that's because of her age. She's a baby. Yes, <laughs> she's a baby. <laughs> yeah, we're not making light of nearsightedness that's true yeah yeah this has nothing to do with eyesight or vision or any of that stuff this is just the fact that she is uh she'll be 10 months old at the point that we are recording this and 10 months 10 weeks 10 weeks (laughs) sorry when you have a 10 week old it probably feels it feels like recording this in the future so (laughs) (laughs) so so thinking about the potential shows that we'll be watching i don't even know i I mean i'm surely it'll be around for another couple years but a popular show for some time has been paw patrol yes and uh, correct me if i'm wrong but your daughter watches paw patrol yes she was uh an avid paw patroller for some time i don't know if that's the right name for a kid who watches paw patrol but yeah uh, that's a that's a good question yeah, she she was definitely on the patrol for some time. Yeah, yeah. Paul, Paul heads maybe. Paul. All those Paul heads out there. Yep, <laughs> yep. So so with that, there's also a spinoff, right, where they get superpowers. Yeah, they're okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. You're right. Yeah, we de- we never watched that. We so we some yeah. Anyways, I'm gonna spare you the boring details, but we never watched that one. Okay, I got you. That's that's just. That's just big Paw Patrol trying to get in on the Marvel universe and oh, saying yeah. like, "Oh, hey, we can do this too." And it's yeah. like, "Okay, just stay in your lane, Paw Patrol." Yeah. Just because you did it better doesn't mean that 
you did it first. Yeah. So just leave it to Marvel. <laughs> so I had an interesting thought. What if these... I'm assuming in this show that you don't have people cleaning up after the dogs. Because that is a that is a mm-hmm. known thing about these pups. Is that they they do the number two like all the time. That's... Yeah. They are puppies. <laughs> They're, they are puppies for like... 12 seasons they are puppies so and it's also if you haven't watched the show i've picked up on the fact that it is canada okay oh and so canadian okay there is some amount of fiction involved because uh adventure bay is clearly supposed to be a rural canadian town okay and uh if you listen to like the main character writer like canadian accent like the everything it's Pro Canada all the way. Okay. Uh, and if if we are to believe that they're in Canada, they seldom experience winter. So it's oh, okay. also possible that all of the misadventures and adventures they have take place in one summer. Oh, one summer. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. It's so possible. Twelve. So twelve seasons all caught in one summer, and that is a busy summer for. It the is Paw a busy Patrol summer. Climate. But to maintain the puppiness of it, you're right. That's there's true. A, there's a good chance that that's and true. I appreciate the work they're putting into that to keep that continuity going. Yeah. There's also a rainforest somewhere near. Oh, okay. So. <laughs> Oh yes, that classic Canadian rainforest. Yeah, it's yeah. it's near Vancouver somewhere, I think. Yeah, right? it is. Yeah. yeah, where there's an indigenous, uh, you know, monkey tribe that mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. constantly plagues the Paw Patrol. Yeah. So what I'm thinking is we get a little more realism in some of these kids' shows, and even though they're puppies, they still have to go through the proper puppy like training process. So you have adults following up cleaning up their number twos they're making all over beautiful canada and then also at times when they're doing it in the wrong place rubbing their nose in it (laughs) there has to be some amount of discipline (laughs) there does although in this fiction these puppies can drive cars and jets and complicated heavy machinery yeah but we we never see them go to the bathroom yeah I mean, we know it's happening. It has to be happening. <laughs> is it possible that in the seat of every Paw Patrol vehicle is actually a toilet? You you saying that just made me realize that I don't think... There are very few movies that we ever see anybody go to the bathroom. <laughs> Whether it's in, it's in cartoon land or it's in river. <laughs> like the only sin I can think of is in Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> when, like... So maybe there's this fit, like and bridesmaids, but it's possible that uh, like that in Die Hard we never see we never see Bruce Willis go to the bathroom. We never do, and he is working hard. He's so working you better really believe. Hard. I mean, he. I mean, it's like a marathon for yeah. him. There's no way he never felt the urge. Is it possible that in a cutaway, he just like dodged into some random corner and just like blasted a deuce? Yeah. And then you just hear on the mic, it's like, what are you going to do, American cowboy? And, and he's just like, give, give me just one. Give and he's just, like, give, give me just one second. second. 
So yeah, maybe we need to expand my initial thought, and maybe Paul Patrol isn't the thing to hone in on. Maybe it's just all of cinema. Let's just make all of cinema more real, to where as we're doing movies, we get moments where in an intense monologue, people are like, "Hey, yeah, but real quick, can I just run in the bathroom?" Because I mean, yeah, before we go, before we go, yeah, I just before we get in the in the plane and dogfight for a little while, I gotta hit the can. Is that fine? Oh my or maybe even just in like moments this is the way hollywood could cut it in it, it could be a classic comedic relief moment you mm-hmm. know there's gonna be a moment in any movie where like action needs to be taken somebody's yes. about to run out the door and they're like oh shoot like where's keanu yeah and, and he's yeah. just like guys wait <laughs> hold on uh i'll be done in a minute <laughs> He's like, yeah, I, I thought we would be on this bus for a long time, so just let me, like, go real quick, and then we'll be good to go. So, <laughs> All right, we're in an emergency situation. The first thing we need to do is establish a deuce corner. <laughs> we could be here for a long time. We need to know, where do the deuces go? <clears throat> Does, are there any humans in Paw Patrol, or is it just a dog world? Oh, there's a lot. The humans are always the ones calling the Paw Patrol oh. for help. <laughs> this is a town full of people who rely solely on a group of dogs to solve <laughs> every problem. Everything. And like, it could be something as simple as like, Oh no, like we ran out of like peaches for peach pies today. Like oh, okay. we we don't know where to get them. And they're like, let's call the Paw Patrol. Like we need to get eight highly like multi-million dollar emergency vehicles in here to get peaches <laughs> for these pies. Everyone has a role to play in this. Yeah. It doesn't matter what the circumstances. Oh no, like is. you might have like one of them roll up like in his police cruiser yeah. and he's he's like, you, so you need to get some peaches, huh? And they're yeah. like, yeah, I was just going to go to the grocery. And he's like, no, 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 I got this. Yeah. And then like on his way, like like the monkey tribe will like come out from the rainforest and like be like causing havoc and they'll be like oh no it's the monkeys and then it'll like be super innocent and like the monkeys will be doing something like playing with a frisbee that they found or something like that but they'll they'll like chuck it into a giant boulder that is going to tumble down the mountain for the next 35 minutes and then they have to call in like a jet to like try to lift it and Destroy uh, it. Destroy yeah. You know, they've got to do a hundred other things. They're going to cost the municipality millions of dollars. So why not also add in another element of realism, rather than just cleaning up their poop, is just the element of real life. To where it's like, hey, like, yeah, I know we asked you to do a bunch of, like, mundane, boring things, but also there's been, like, a bunch of serial murders, and <laughs> we need you guys to look into this. Can you, like, do that? Like, I mean, some really, like, jacked up stuff. That <laughs> like, do. right in the middle of that call rider would be like, boop, uh, guys, just ignore that one, guys. They'll, they'll be like, Ball Patrol's reporting for duty, rider, sir, and he's like, no, uh, I really think, guys, we should, wait, has anyone seen Rocky? Yeah, it gets another call. Anyone, anyone seen Rocky? Like pans down to the base of the tower and there's like a grisly scene. Where I'm like, oh dear God! What happened to Rocky? He was a friend. They get another call where it's like the Canadian Parliament and they're just like, hey, we're having a tough time balancing this budget. Could you guys run down here and like do your thing? <laughs> we really like, oh, we're having a... <laughs> 
I just want one scene where they're like, hey, uh, we've got this new dog park concept we're, we're trying out. Yeah. And we were wondering if you guys could come and like play around for a little while. Yeah. Like puppies. Yeah. You know, because you are great. puppies. They'd be like, that is discriminatory <laughs> we are a highly trained unit of emergency personnel yeah. and we refuse to well although at the end of every episode they okay. they do play they do play yeah okay yeah and it's like hey <clears throat> but that's what we want out of you right now it's like you guys work hard now play hard for us yeah actually that come to think of it that is a theme of paw patrol okay at the end of every episode he's like you're good pups time to play yeah and who, who's I mean, saying this? This this is Ryder. This is their. Ryder. This is the ten year old who leads them. Oh, okay. All right. Yes. I did, I thought Ryder was another one of the pups. So no, Ryder is a human human person. Is a human boy. Okay. <laughs> who who is the uh, CEO of the Paw Patrol? If gotcha. you will, the director. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, at the end of every episode, he gives him some treats. I'm thinking that actually, you know, we're having a lot of. Uh, new versions of things pitched I think 10 years from now yeah uh, like a teenage like maybe like a teenage mutant ninja paw patrol okay (laughs) we're like riders in college and he's like kind of having a hard time and like the pups are all like rebelling and they reunite for like a paw patrol reunion and they have a summer of like new shenanigans, but they all walk like upright, like human, like like the Ninja Turtles. Yeah, like, they're they, all gonna walk they're, upright. They're now. mutant, yeah, teenagers. Yeah, that and are... they're gonna wear clothes now because they've become <laughs> like self conscious, and that you know. Another another part of this could be you know how the, there's now like a dramatic Fresh Prince. Yes. Um. Yeah. So you could also do this where you just do a dramatic like Paw Patrol to where exactly what we're talking about. They do that, but they handle like real adult issues <laughs> like that kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> like, My dad lost his job, guys. Yeah. It's He's, like all right, we're gonna get him back on his feet. All right. Uh, listen. I'm going to shout out to my friends on LinkedIn. We're, we're going to see if there's anything new. I mean, he, he did, uh, he's been working in IT, right? Yeah, but he's like having a serious midlife crisis. Like he, he just like, he, he's been surfing in yeah. the Arctic for like, uh, like a month. I was going to say. They, he won't answer mom's phone calls. <laughs> I was going to say, it, it, they could also just have him like coming to the house and they're like, you brought a bunch of dogs to like help my life crisis. <laughs> like I'm like floundering. I'm here. floundering here. <laughs> Just hear me out, Dad. No, you hear me yeah. out. <laughs> I've been bankrolling this Paw Patrol thing for you, oh, that's and funny. I'm in hot water. <laughs> Special thanks to Sunmates for our theme music. Also, a special thanks to Nick Woods for our logo art. If you'd like to reach out to us with some of your favorite day-to-day experiences, just email us at wetooktheliberty at gmail.com. If we deem it worthy of discussion, you might hear us talk about it on the pod. Thanks, everyone.